Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The following is a presentation of the Speed Sport Podcast Network. Kyle Busch won the season opener at Talladega. DeGroot was second. He's the reigning champion. It's the iRacers Download, where reality meets the virtual world of auto racing. Cardwell hoping it stays green. He nearly spins it around. Who's it going to be, Cardwell, Berkeley, or someone else? iRacing's executive director, Dale Earnhardt Jr. I think that NASCAR is starting to see the value and the opportunities that can present themselves working with iRacing. From the Speed Sport Podcast Studios, powered by My Race Pass. Here are your hosts, Justin Prince and Taylor Burris. Welcome back to another edition of the iRacers Download here. Taylor Burris along with Justin Prince, our producer, Richard Colbreth, as we are here at the Speed Sports Podcast Studio, powered by My Race Pass. And Justin, we are having a, a good friend of ours of the show who comes back with us to talk about a brand new season, a returning, a favorite amongst those in the iRacing community. And for those who want to see some of the Biggest names in motorsports go head-to-head. Well, Monday Night Racing making its return, and joining us here once again is Ford Martin, one of the founders and owners of Monday Night Racing. Yes, indeed. Have hey, us guys. Both. Thanks for having me on. Thank you very much for the time. Once again, Ford, glad to have you on with us here today as you get ready for the Summer Bash, presented by Mach 10 Digital, a four-race mini-season, actually two mini-seasons in one Summer Bash campaign Gen 4 Cup and the next gen, the Super Speedways. First things first, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, first of all, guys, uh, great to talk with you. Um, it's great to be back here on the iRacers down low. Missed being here for a while, but glad to be back. And uh, yeah, we're uh, excited to kind of talk a little bit about what we're doing here this summer. Yes, indeed. This summer, coming off another successful campaign, moving to the mini season format here in. Intriguing enough, also moving to registration of the public. Talk us through, first of all, the process of moving to the mini-season format with two different series technically in one campaign. Yeah, it's something where we want to do something a little bit extra, a little something a little bit different. Um, so Matt Stallick and I, we really sat back after the end of last season, um, and uh, we, were, we were really excited just about some of the stuff that we were able to do. And, and uh, you know, we, we've... We've been at it for what? Good, good lord! It feels like so so long, but uh, of six seasons of of Monday Night Racing, and we've tried to look at something that could expand MNR a little more, and more things that we could do to uh, provide a different type of style of racing. We went back and forth of a of a Super Speedway series, went back and forth in a Gen Four series, and I want you to give credit. Uh, it was actually Matt who came up with the idea, or sorry, Matt and Gary uh, Sexton came to me at the idea of, hey, what if we do something where it's two different series, but we wrap it into like one season? Um, so there can be two different champions. You can sign up for a Super Speedway series. You can sign up for a Gen 4 series only, or you can sign up for both. 
Um, we want to do something a little bit different here, differently this season. Now, this is not a season seven. This is just a mini season. Um, and this is going to be open to the public, so anybody can join and, and come in and join us. But like I said, we want to do something a little bit differently, try some different things. And and it's something we're really excited about because, you know, Super Speedway Series or uh, something we originally thought of doing that only. And I had some conversations with uh, Ron Caps at the NHRA weekend and he mentioned to me about like not getting enough practice time for a lot of these races. He wanted to do an MNR last season, obviously with him running, you know, the his NHRA team. And uh, we went back and forth and, and he said like a super speedway series sounds fun. We had a couple guys want a gen four series only. And we're like, Hey, you know what? Let's go ahead and let's do a kind of a both a mixture. Let's open up to the public where everybody can join guys that have wanted to be a part of MNR. They can now do it. And it's something we're really, uh, really proud of. And, and something we're look, looking forward to. And that's the intriguing part in all this, too, because it's the first time really opening things up since you had the Road to Glory ladder campaign, which seen some drivers come out of that respective grouping that have competed for championships, uh, Presley Sora, for example. So how has the interest reaction been so far since the announcement on May the 23rd? Yeah, honestly, it's been great. And honestly, this is going to be something just like Road to Glory. You know, Road to Glory, and, and we're going to use this season where essentially where drivers can sort of earn their respect and way to kind of get into MNR. That's how we had Road to Glory is, you know, we had Road to Glory is where if you're a champion, you can get in. But not just if you're a champion or finishing second or third in points, you also have to have respect on the racetrack and a way to – you know, with different drivers, like I said, have respect and, and race each other clean on the racetrack. So uh, that's essentially, you know, what it, you know, what it comes down to. And this is what exactly what we're going to do here at this league. Like people are going to, um, if they get on the racetrack and, uh, and join us and they're a pleasure to be around and, and they're nice to be around, we're going to bring them in and possibly have them race with us. So that's something we're really excited about. Uh, now that we've opened it up for the public, uh, we've had a lot of we've had a lot of signups already, and it's something we're we're really excited about. Um, and it's no one's really guaranteed a spot now. When it comes down to M and R drivers, uh, guys that finished in the um, the top thirty in points last season, they'll be locked into the show. Um, but as super speedways, we've seen we have you know about an extra twenty spots that's going to be possible now. You might have some guys that ran with us this past season, and the top thirty in points may not want to run. The guys will have to earn their way and qualify in um, and they'll have like heat races to get to get their way into the show. That's the best way we can do it to make it fair for everybody. And and uh, as guys, you know, people that have been a part of MNR for a long time, supported MNR, we want to give them the chance um, uh, to know that, hey, like we appreciate you being with us. You're going to be guaranteed a spot. But, you know, if you look at Talladega, if we could get 50 guys in the show and I race and let's just put 50 in. We're going to put 50 in. I mean, we want to make it a show, make it fun where everybody has a chance to come in and race with us. We're going to, if they knew Atlanta lets us only put in 45, we'll only put in 45. Talladega wants to put in 60, we'll put in 60. Like, we want to make it fun for everybody. Everybody can come in and race and enjoy themselves. And that's something we're, we're, uh, we're really excited about. The support's been great. Um, a lot of people have been wanting to join. They've been excited about being a part of it. And uh, like I said, even if you guys want to come in and race, we're we're welcome to have them. Welcome to have you guys, and and uh, we're it should be a lot of fun. Well, that's the next question for people who are listeners of the show and everything. Where can people go to 
sign up? Where can people go to, you know, apply for this? And, you know, is there an entry fee? Where can people go to learn more about this series? And maybe give us a little glimpse of who are some of the returning top 30 and some of the big names that will be competing in Monday Night Racing's. Yeah, so we're going to be having, uh, you can go and sign up on podiumesports.com slash MNR-summer-series, but it's also easier to find as well by going on the podium.com, podiumesports.com, and then you'll see a Monday Night Racing tab, and then click on it, it'll take you right to this, uh, right, right to our sign-up page. Uh, now, you have the choice, like I mentioned. You have a Gen 4 series, and you have a Super Speedway series. You can sign up for one series, or you can sign up for both. Uh, if you want to sign up for just the Gen 4 series only, it's 20 bucks. Uh, Super Speedway series only, 20 bucks. But if you want to do both series, it's 25 bucks. So uh, it's your choice, considering what you want to run. Now we are going to have some uh, returning faces. Now, for example, uh, I just had a conversation with him today. Uh, it's Mike Clay from ESPN Fantasy Football. Uh, I tell you, he's a guy that's really excited about being back because. Um, we want to take a little bit of a break when we ended last season to come back to season seven. We're like, Hey, a lot of people are traveling. And so we noticed last summer, a lot of people were traveling and they couldn't really be a part of Monday night racing. For example, like, you know, Ron caps is always super busy. Um, and, and Mike clay was super busy, obviously with, especially him with, uh, Monday night football and doing his uh, fantasy football telecast. We wanted to give, you know, guys like the, Hey, that want to be a part of it. Couldn't be in it. They get now race. Uh, so Mike Clay is back. He's super excited to be back. Uh, Ron Caps, he loves. He wanted to do a lot of races this last year, but he couldn't because he didn't really have a lot of practice time. He didn't want to be in the way uh, with not that much practice. So him, for example, and and we, you know, uh, really the same old faces you've seen. You know, DJ Cummings, Matt Stalnek. You know, you've seen guys like uh, Corey Heim. You know, uh, Leighton Sabile from last summer. You know. Uh, Presley saw really all the faces that you've seen in MNR, Roger Carruth, Anthony Alfredo, uh, Ryan Vargas, uh, Garrett Smithley, a lot of those guys uh, be back in this in this series. And and uh, we're really looking forward to kind of having them back and and uh, to make it the best that we can. The, uh, another great season of uh, MNR, even though it might be uh, a mini season. And well, one of the things I ha we have to talk about also, it's been big in the news here recently, especially with the Project 91. You know, Shane Van Gisbergen going to be making his NASCAR debut at the Chicago Street Course later this year. However, he was a Monday night regular with Monday Night Racing and was one of the top winners and almost could have won some championships back in his time racing. And what is your thoughts about him Starting off with iRacing, with the oval side, getting used to all that and dominating it, and now getting his chance to come over here to the United States to race in NASCAR. Well, for him, he hasn't been racing in Monday Night Racing. He's been racing in Tuesday morning racing. Considering he's in Australia, he <laughs> wakes up Monday Night Racing. So we're, we're really excited about Shane Van Ginsburg and being a part of it. Um, it's it's kind of crazy because not many people really knew who SVG was. I mean, there was people that knew about him uh, with him racing in the supercar series, but there was a lot of people, I mean, even including myself, that really didn't know who uh, SVG was. Um, and I've got to know him a little bit, not too much, but I've got to know him a little bit, and he really is a good guy, like really good dude. Colin Fern might not think so, considering he wrecked him in the championship race a couple years. Taylor, you were there. You're the guy that broadcasted Colin <laughs> with that contact with SVG. Um, but 
having SVG uh, seeing you know racing the Project Ninety One series, um, I'm really excited for him. I really hope that a lot of people in the in the racing community got to know SVG a little, at least on the, a little bit, due to Monday Night Racing and and him being a part of it, being the all time winner. I mean, I, I think there was a couple of guys that were glad he went away for a little bit because let's be let's be honest, he kicked their ass in that series a lot. So. Um, really excited about having really excited for SVG being in that and, and just knowing that, Hey, we were a little bit, I would like to think at least a little bit part of the popularity of, um, at least in the iRace community, uh, people knowing him, uh, to be able to get up and, and, and race in project 91. I know a lot of guys at MNR are really excited for him and, and, uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see what he can do. I think this type of race car really fits to at least the most similar, with it with the with the supercars and and i think that's something that he's gonna do i think he's gonna do a great job and and honestly uh, i wish him all the best for it it certainly is exciting and of course a couple of things we have to talk about also for you ford is you know this year you are now a spotter in the nascar craftsman truck series as well as also you started with a new uh, business here recently with mach 10 digital yeah, so uh, working with Haley Deegan, spotting for her this season. Um, really excited to work with Haley. Uh, their whole group over there, Rich, is a great leader of our team, and and working with Haley. And funny enough, you know, uh, I've become pretty good friends with Chase Cabry. You know, we teasing the, the NASCAR wife essentially uh, with Haley, and uh, obviously got to know Chase Cabry through another guy that would, would, would return with MNR. Um, I got to know uh, Chase a little bit and now even more now on a personal level just because of spotting for Haley. And uh, I'd say Haley's great to work with. I mean, really, uh, she really is. She's got her stuff together. I mean, she's really smart. Uh, just just hearing on the radio and just talking with her, like leading up to races, the morning of races and everything. And, um, you know, she she carries a lot of, of weight on her shoulders as far as the pressure that's on her. And I think she really handles it well. And and uh i think she does a great job so um i've been been a, been a pleasure working with her and and uh you know talk with brian deegan uh this past uh this past saturday in north wilkesboro and uh it was a pleasure meeting him and, and i think just really haley and i mesh well together as far as sort of our styles you know haley's you know come from even i was talking to brian about it and brian has the energy level to him as i think everybody knows how who he is you know the energy level he brings uh, to the table and and he was telling me that he he tried to give that to Haley a lot and, and I think Haley vibes well off of that and I, I'm pretty much that's kind of my spot and style is kind of the energy to it a little bit you know really pumping her up I mean you got to be you know as a spotter you got to be a psychiatrist you also got to be a cheerleader at the same time you know you gotta you gotta pump them up but you know you gotta calm down when they need to be calmed down and and uh, it was a pleasure you know Texas we got sixth place together and and we've been doing, you know, great work together. So uh, really looking forward to the rest of the season uh, with her and especially Charlotte tomorrow night. And it uh, should be a lot of fun. She's done really well a mile and a half and bringing the same truck we brought from Kansas, which is the same truck we finished sixth at the Texas. So um, that should be a lot of fun. But no, I, I, I've been working on a, a business for a long time, uh, doing some uh, digital media stuff. I have a, you know, a huge passion for, uh, for video production and, and I've uh, been doing it for a while. And finally, you know, I said, you know, what? hey, screw it. I really want to go in on all this. And and uh, I'm I'm doing it and it's something I'm really enjoying. And, and honestly, it's been uh, starting out. We already got uh, uh, people that have been interested in working with us and and already been off to a really, really impressive start. I've been pretty surprised about 
the start that I've already been at right now doing this and the contents I've made and over people, whether it be I racing through my through my dad and uh, already doing some great work already. So really excited about um, I've been wanting to do that for a long time and, and finally doing it. And uh, it's honestly, I couldn't be in a better place right now um, uh, with the work work I'm doing. I'm the happiest I've ever been able to do it, you know, make my own schedule and, and working with uh, working with people. You know, Gary Sexton was happy enough to come work with me and and be a part of this with me. And and I, I have the full confidence he can do great work. And I've seen what he's able to do for me at Monday Night Racing. And and honestly, I, I really think it's it's funny, Taylor, that everything with Monday Night Racing, it's it's almost like I've had to jump in and kind of learn a lot of stuff on my own and and my time at Fox Sports and really got to get in and learn all this stuff and kind of basically, you know, do it yourself and essentially and and this has been a great opportunity and, and I love what we're doing. Uh, you can go to our website at mott10digital.com, mott10digital.com. And yes, if you're curious, I did get that name from Top Gun, which is my favorite movie, uh, the uh, Top Gun Maverick movie. So uh, it's going to be, uh, it's it's been great so far, and, and I'm looking to see what we can do more in the future with it. Well, Ford, we, we look forward with anticipation to the start of the new season, whether it be for the Summer Bash series or for season seven of Monday Night Racing later on in the year when we find out more information. We'll have to have you back on for when we get closer to that. But, of course, Ford, thank you for your time for coming on here to the iRacers Download. Yeah, guys, thank you so much. Uh, glad to be here. Great to talk to you guys again. Uh, you guys do uh, do great work, as, as always. And, uh, yeah, hopefully... Uh, you know, uh, we'll get all, both you guys come on and come join us, come race with us, and we'll love to have you here. It, it's open to the public. Anybody can come race MNR if they want. Uh, just go on the PodiumEsports.com site. Uh, you can find our tab, or you can go to uh, Podium.com uh, slash MNR dash summer dash series on uh, the URL. And, and uh, be sure to check us out at Mock10Digital.com. So uh, great to be here with you guys, and, uh, yeah, looking forward to talking to you guys again soon. Coming up after the break, we are covering news of the week. You're listening to the iRacers download from the SpeedSport Podcast Studio, powered by MyRacePass. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome back to the iRacers Download from the SpeedSport Podcast Studio, powered by My Race Pass. As Taylor Burris here, along with Justin Prince, our producer Richard Colbreth, as we just got done st- talking to Ford Martin with Monday Night Racing, and it's interesting to see the series coming back into play big time here with a new idea, which may seem to work out given the fact that it's two different series, but people can still run one or the other, or both of them, and have a chance, maybe, to race with some of the biggest names in motorsports. Yeah, I'm very intrigued to see how it plays out with some of the drivers because they chose two two different types of tracks and car combinations that bring some intriguing racing because the super speedway side of things makes it a bit easier for those wanting to jump on and have a little bit of fun for a little bit at Daytona or New Atlanta, or in the case of the Super Speedway Championship, the old Daytona International Speedway, as well as Talladega. But the Gen 4 car, we've talked so much about that car. There are a lot of leagues rising up in that, not just with Winstell, since the 
decision to switch over the engine package to a more 2000s-esque package in the car compared to the Arca car from the previous Arc Menard series machine. And they picked some pretty tough tracks to battle at that one at. Charlotte Motor Speedway going to be intriguing. Chicago, I'm curious if they mean Chicago land or the city of Chicago streets for the road course. Because that's a big difference. I don't know how it's going to race at the at the tight Chicago circuit. It will be a chaotic one if they do to the Chicago street circuit. So we'll have to wait and see how that will play out for him and the series as they get closer and closer to the new season, which kicks off in the middle of June. So we'll have to see how it goes on here and have to keep an eye. Of course, like Ford said, go check it out on Podium Esports to sign up. Not a bad deal, I have to say, either. $20 to race in one or one of the series or 25 to race in both of them. Yeah, that's not bad at all, to say the very least, but it's going to be intriguing which drivers turn out. They've already talked about a lot of demand. It's not a surprise when you think about the fact when you're thinking Monday Night Racing, you think racing with some of the best of the best in all of motorsports as well as some of the top media organizations and the respective members. It's... In theory, not just a place to be able to try and grow a little bit as a driver, but also to play some networking opportunities because there it's about who you know in a lot of cases if you want to move up in the ranks, right? That's actually a way, you, if you think about it, to way to, con to build friendships and potentially build partnerships to real-world connections if you're from the virtual world. It certainly is the case here, so we'll see what happens as we keep an eye on this situation with the series as it goes on. But we do have to talk about some news of the week here in the world of iRacing. Really not a major lot of news so far. We do have to touch on that this week. It is an iRacing special event with the Coca-Cola 600 happening. And, of course, Justin, that's going to be a fun series to event it for those who want to compete and have it what it takes to go 600 miles around Charlotte Motor Speedway. Multiple different opportunities to do so, whether that's an NIS fixed or open competition. So if you know how to build a setup or have a setup, you can race in that for 600 miles, or you can race with a fixed setup in the next-gen cars for 600 miles, 400 laps. Now it's going to be intriguing which drivers come out to play because Charlotte's not the easiest of racetracks. Also of major note, RaceBot does have a broadcasted split for the Friday 9 p.m. Eastern time split. That's May the 26th, where that will cover Topswood Action Taylor. That's expected to bring out a lot of talent, as to be expected on Friday nights. Intriguing going to be seeing how many of the NASCAR drivers come out since it isn't a Charlotte race weekend, mind you, for those respective drivers. It, it certainly is, and it's going to be interesting to see how this will play out for a lot of these drivers because we are pretty much celebrating a week of Charlotte racing action. You have the eNASCAR qualifying series heading to Charlotte Motor Speedway on Thursday, May 25th which has already will pass when the episode is released. And then the E-NASCAR Coca-Cola iRacing Series, as you pointed out, will be heading to Charlotte on next Tuesday night as well for competition for the Coca-Cola. I believe it's going to be the Coca-Cola 100, 100 laps around the circuit. Yeah, and when you mentioned that type of factor into the discussion point with the 100 laps to consider, now it becomes a thought, how many, if you do have E-NASCAR drivers run this weekend for the Coke 600 special event, Decide to leave after 150 miles. I ask that because I've seen Keegan he Leahy do that the second we reach halfway in those full distance races and park it. Yeah, it certainly No offense is. to Leahy. No, no offense to Leahy at all. He was just probably there to test it out, see what he needs to do in order to find what adjustments he may need to make for the event happening the following week. 
So we'll see how that plays out for drivers as we get closer and closer to that event next Tuesday night. Also this week, the iRacing Creventic Endurance Series heads off to Monza as part of the 24 Hours Series as they will be battling there for a 12-hour endurance race with a Porsche 911 GT3 Cup car, GT4 cars, and touring cars. So it's going to be exciting to see that happening at the Circuit de Barcelona, Catalunya, for competition happening there. Also, Justin, in other news, we have to talk about as well, the Porsche Tag Heuer Esports Super Cup was at the Circuit de 24 Hours de Mans, or Le Mans for the short, as they were having a first-time winner take home the checkered flag. Gasp, you said the French countryside name. But in all seriousness, when it comes to the racetrack, it is also one of the more wild tracks you can have on the iRacing service when it comes to Super Cup competition because of how big and massive that racetrack is and how draft-dependent it is in turn. Diego Pinto, only the first time all season he picked up the Tegar Pole Award, it's worth noting, for Super Cup action. Surprising to say the very least when it comes to Pinto and the speed we've seen in the past. However... It's important to note because of how drivers like Johan Harth and Alejandro Sanchez did 60-plus points apiece compared to the rest of the field. That got them basically, or at least Sanchez, in the championship conversation for the final round of the season. Only four drivers with a mathematical chance left. Caruso, who has a big buffer by about nearly 40 points over Sebastian Job. Zach Campbell, doing Zach Campbell things whenever he isn't in a stock car in Winstell, as usual, doing things in Porsche. Takeover Esports Super Cup competition. And Sanchez, very much respected across the platform in his own right. So that championship fight going to be very intense to close out the final stages of the campaign at Monza coming up. It certainly is going to be interesting to see how that championship will close out at Monza or come closing out at Monza as we get closer and closer to crowning a championship for the Porsche Tag Heuer Esports Super Cup. Quickly want to touch base also as we come to a close on this episode with the Lionheart Racing Series. They were racing over at Watkins Glen recently, and it was Phil Krause who took home the checkered flag in the BMW Hybrid V8 GTP car as he was able to hold off a hard-charging John Boudoir by 3.4 seconds. So a close race battle for the prototype class in the BMW GT3 Pro class. It was Sean Campbell with WMP Racing. And in the GTM, it was Trevor Malone taking home the checkered flag. So essentially, you have Krause building another house in victory lane. That's very much Phil Krause. You have very much Sean Campbell winning races for the Bees. That's so very Sean Campbell. And as you just said, you have your AM winner who's doing very much AM type of things that we've seen throughout the campaign, to say the very least, when it comes to Trevor Malone, because he can win in multiple different types of cars we've seen in the Lineheart competition. It's been interesting to see the first full race to the sports car side to keep an eye on how things have played out, because for a lot of these drivers, in terms of your top runners, they do have the experience, which pays off a lot. But it's more so those who have been taking their first foray as a grouping and trying to sort, okay, how are we going to perform as drivers? And, well, that's seen some interesting battling amongst that championship so far. 
It certainly is here as we keep an eye on some of the action. Austin Young still leads the championship by about 12 points in the prototype category. In the GT3 standings for the championship, it is, like you said, Sean, Chamble, Sean Campbell, Joshua Chin, who are leading the charge in the GT3 category. Of course, their next event will be at Circuit of the Americas, June the 12th, for a 90-minute sprint race. So it's going to be action-packed and seeing here. Catch all the action, of course, as on Race Spot TV. And we'll touch briefly on their Lotus 79 standings recently. It is Sean Campbell who leads in the Lionheart Retro Series with the Lotus 79. And then in the American Open Wheel standings, it is Caleb Bassini who leads the championship over Phil Krause, who is trying to defend his Open Wheel Championship. That would be Bensi, and that would be one of your top prospects from last season, mind you. Was able to break through for some victories last year. Look strong on tracks like Richmond, for example, some of the shorter race tracks. But this season, still yet to break through the victory. The thing is, though, it's been a bit more parody-filled, the campaign, when it comes to the open-wheel side, because last season, Phil Krause just decimated the field, even more than what Adam Blocker had done in his prime. This season, you have Krause, Brophy, Van Descent, Jacob Oster, amongst those who have broken through the victories, and as well as Flynn Lazier, because as well as Adam Blocker, who are amongst the part-time schedules so far, because of how competitive this season is when it comes to that. It's consistent to see that wins championships, though, and that's been the major thing for Bensi, with him having one more race counting compared to Phil Krause, which is a big difference. It certainly is, and I have to say we'll we'll talk more about it probably next week with our guests from next week, but the PRL Cup Series also just wrapped up this past week as Trent Dinkle picks up another seasonal championship, and we'll touch on maybe some of the other champions in the PRL Series as that season has wrapped up, and Season 3 is just around the corner. Can't confirm that when it comes to the Trucks and Xfinity Series, those respectively closing up their championships as well last night. Of note, though, on the Xfinity side, Richard Regan Jr. becoming just the third ever three-time champion on Wednesday nights, Taylor. Once again, Richard Regan Jr., one of the greatest winners of all time in PRL competition, absolutely decimated the field for seven victories this campaign. Just shows the incredible pace that he has in that series and how competitive and difficult it is to try to battle it out in the PRL Cup Series on Sunday night. But with that, yeah. we will come to a close here and on episode 99. Next week is the big triple digit episode 100. It's going to be very intriguing to see how things go for episode 100, to say the very least. It's been a lot of episodes, to say the very least, over the past couple of years. It should be exciting to see how... We blow the candles for episode 100. It certainly is. But with that, for Justin Prince and our producer Richard Colbreth, I'm Taylor Burris. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the iRacers Download from the Speedsport Podcast Studio, powered by My Race Pass. <laughs>